0: It is our hope that these Bible Prophecy Updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the Gospel with others in order that the Rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you ever been hated for the friends you keep? We tend to judge people based on the people they keep around them. Today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that that's why the world will always have a problem with Christians, because we're friends with Jesus. But he's a better friend than any this world could offer. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 22nd. 2023 what's climate change man
1: changing the climate let me try that again i know that's deeply profound climate change man manipulating altering changing the climate geoengineering changing manipulating the climate And man's manipulating of the weather and changing of the climate is destroying the earth. God's creation. God, creator of the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is. And God takes that personally, by the way. And this is prophecy, by the way. Because, see, man is destroying God's creation. So what's God going to do? We just read it in Psalm 2. He's going to destroy them. Did I take too much glee in that? Well, maybe I should just quote the prophecy. It's found in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. Notice the wording being almost verbatim with Psalm 2. The nations were angry. Why do the nations rage? Why are they so angry? And your wrath has come. This is, it comports with Psalm 2. And the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. During the seven-year tribulation, God will judge those, destroy those who have destroyed His creation. I find myself almost regularly now on a weekly basis seemingly, quoting the Savior as recorded in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24, verse 22, and for good reason because it's an indication, for lack of a better word, that at the time of the end it's going to be so bad that God is going to have to intervene for the very survival of mankind on the earth. And he says, if those days had not been cut short, no flesh, no human being would survive. for the sake of the elect, speaking of Israel during the seven-year tribulation, those days will be shortened. In other words, had God not intervened and cut short those days, it would have been catastrophic in terms of the survival of the creation of God Almighty. Mankind, His creation, This brings me to the second area that I wanted us to focus on today, and it has to do with the satanic plot to genetically modify humans. By way of a preface, let me hasten to say that like with GMOs, you know what a GMO is, genetically modified organism, genetically modified organism, this so-called covid-19 vaccine does not yet alter human dna not yet however they absolutely do damage dna in fact you really don't have to look too far or i mean it's it's happening And doubtless you have heard and maybe even know if it's happened closer to home for you, but people are just dropping dead. They're just dying. And these are young people, healthy people, the prime of their life at the top of their game, and they're dropping dead. Why? Was their DNA altered? No, it was so catastrophically damaged. And the gene mutation and the blood clots, it basically killed them. Destroyed. The enemy comes not except, I mean, that's a key word. The only reason he comes is to steal, kill, and destroy. He hates you because you were made in the image of God. He wants to kill you. Can I say it like this? Satan hates your guts, literally. (laughs) But Jesus loves your guts, so he hates you. This is why it is, by the way, parenthetically, let me say, this is why it is that Satan hates the Christian marriage and attacks the Christian marriage. Why? Because of what the Christian marriage represents. It's a microcosm. Of our relationship with Jesus Christ as our bridegroom he hates the family unit because it's a microcosm of the family of God our Heavenly Father uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ I I was thinking about this and I've even commented on this in the past but uh, think about it like this we're siblings that explains everything, doesn't it? <laughs> Sibling rivalry. We're siblings in Christ. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We've been adopted into the family of God. And Satan hates the family because of what it represents. The picture that the family points to. So, what's his plot? What's his plan? Well, I want to destroy Everything that God's created, especially man, whom He's created in His image. Now, again, very important, please hear me when I say this. It's in and during the seven year tribulation that the human DNA will not only be damaged, it will be altered. And it's evidenced by a number of scriptures we'll look at, but two documented videos, the first of which is from the World Economic Forum titled Technologists Share Visions of Our Future World. Here's a quote from this World Economic Forum YouTube video, quoting, we're talking about improving biology and redesigning organisms for beneficial purposes, It's going to allow us to not just edit genomes, but also, and importantly, write a new code for life. Oh, really? We'll have write-level permissions. Did you catch that? You know, with computers, you can write, overwrite a file will have right level permissions. We already started to see some of that this year with COVID-19 vaccines. They make use of engineered code in the form of messenger RNA, close quote. Speaking of the World Economic Forum, doubtless many of you know the annual conference took place in Davos, Switzerland this last week to say that this year's conference has (laughs) profound prophetic implications would be a gross understatement. I'm not going to take the time today, in the interest of time, but I would covet your prayers as I'm hoping to take some time this week, Lord willing, to sort through all of it. There's a lot to sort through especially as it relates to the prophetic significance of what these raging rulers of nations are conspiring to do, Psalm 2. This is Psalm 2. I found this second documented video when I was digging through my archives. It's a TED Talk from back in... 2017, now going on five years ago, given by an Israeli scientist and Dr. Tal Zax, who was the former Moderna chief medical officer. The video is titled The Disease Eradicating Potential of Gene Editing. Now, here are some quotes from the transcript that I also archived prior to the video being deleted from YouTube, by the way. So glad I did. Quote, there's this thing called messenger RNA or mRNA, 2017. mRNA for short, that transmits the critical information from the DNA, our genes... To the protein, which is really the stuff we're all made out of. (laughs) This is the critical information that determines what a cell will actually do. And so we think of it like an operating system. And it's not just in every cell of our body. It's actually in every cell of every organism alive, animal life plant life, all life, human life, the cells, the DNA, every cell of every organism alive. It's the same thing. And so if you could actually change that, which we call the software of life, you could introduce a line of code or change a line of code And it turns out that has profound implications for everything. You think? We would give the instructions on how to make the protein, how the body can make its own vaccine. That's an mRNA vaccine, and here's what it looks like from the cell. So the traditional approach has protein floating around your cells and mRNA vaccine approach has the cells themselves in your own body making the vaccine. Listen to this quote. It took us decades and billions of dollars to sequence the human genome, and we've done that. We achieved that in 2003. And now we're less than 15 years later, and it takes us a week. Now we can go and figure out the exact genetic mutation in a patient, and we can use that information to make a vaccine. See, I prayed, as I always do prior, and I always ask the Lord to, by the Holy Spirit, take that which He's put in my heart and mouth to speak and minister it to your hearts and minds. Because that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to do that. The Holy Spirit has to give us eyes of understanding ears to hear, eyes to see, hearts to receive. Now, I say that to ask this. May I humbly ask that you indulge me for just a moment as we revisit Psalm 2, specifically verse 3. Now, I need to preface this by stating that I am in no way dogmatic about this, but it is at the very least a fascinating possibility. So let me read Psalm 2, 3 first. Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Now, let me expound on it in the context of the possibility that this is speaking about the human DNA. Let us break, splice, CRISPR-Cas9 that cuts out a portion of the DNA and writes, because they have rewriting permissions, by the way writes in a new code, recodes it, because it's the software of life, remember? And that's not just this former CMO, it's the former Moderna CEO that said the very same thing. In fact, (laughs) their website, they've since taken it down, but I got a copy of it, documented proof, right there on Moderna's website. This is in 2020. The software of life, so let us break, splice or cut away and cast away the pieces of the DNA cord or code that makes us who we are and keeps us as we are now, interestingly and even ironically, today, in second Peter the Apostle Peter refers to those fallen angels of Genesis 6, verses 1 and 2. And these fallen angels that had sexual relations with the women, the human women on earth, so as to corrupt the human genome, alter the human dna damning the human beings mankind so that god had to destroy the entire world with a flood save noah and his family who were told noah was found intact tamam in arabic tamim in hebrew intact perfectly intact in his genetics it's an unfortunate Rendering in translations, modern translations, because it renders that Noah was found upright in his generations. No, Noah was found to be intact perfectly in his genetics. That's why he was saved. See, Satan. Because of Genesis 3.15, often referred to affectionately as the proto-evangelicum, the first Bible prophecy, by the way, the first prophecy in the Bible is Genesis 3.15. When God says that it's going to be a war between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, that's the virgin birth, a prophecy about the coming Savior of the world coming from the woman. The seed? No, women have eggs, not the seed. This is the virgin birth. It's a prophecy of the coming Savior of the world that's going to crush the serpent's head. So there's always going to be this war. Notice the the specificity, the seed of the serpent and the seed of the man. This is what this is all about. And this is what's going on. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so too it will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. I mean, certainly the wickedness and the evil... (laughs) is on the level of what it was in the days of Noah. But I think there's more, against specificity in that prophecy. Because in the days of Noah, there was this plot, conspiracy, by the serpent, the seed of the serpent, Satan himself, to corrupt the human genome, to thwart the coming Savior and damn mankind. So it's the same thing with just different wrapping paper now. It's the same thing. No, only this time he's not, he was unable obviously to thwart the first coming of Jesus, but now he wants to thwart the second coming of Jesus. What do you mean? Well, in Revelation, we're told again with specificity that Jesus can't come until the Jews, Israel of all nations, calls upon him to come. See, Satan knows that. Satan knows scripture, right? Satan knows Bible prophecy. He's a prophecy expert. As well he should be, because it's about him (laughs) and his end, which I can't wait for. So he's been exposed. He's been exposed. His evil agenda and conspiracy has been exposed. We're on to him now. And God has given us insight and wisdom into what He would do and why He would seek to do it. So we know what He's going to do. He's going to seek to steal, kill, and destroy, but that's what He's going to do. Why is He going to do it? Because He wants to damn mankind in His destruction of the creation. And this is His script, if I can say it like that. This is his program, if we want to call it the software of life. This is his software program, his satanic software program. Got to get that in there. So, this cord, let's break, cut the cord that binds us to them. Let's cut it, and so we're not bound to them. This cord is the DNA strand, which is a double helix binding together like a rope. Again, I'm not dogmatic about it, but it is, I would say, very possible. Because I think the view on the part of expositors that, oh, this is just wanting to be freed from God's you know, judgment and the, the binding restrictions on man. I, I get it, but the commands of the Lord are not burdensome. And if you want to free yourself from the Lord, you're going to become a slave. It's actually the other way around. I can, I can get there with that. But when it comes to this, this seems more plausible to me. And I'll explain why. And this is even more interesting. So there are four nucleotides or bases in the human DNA and the four letters of those four nucleotides are A, T, C, and G. These bases form chemical pairs, A, T, and C, G, which is the DNA double helix. Now, what makes this so interesting is when you take the intervals of A-T-C-G and convert the interval number to letters, it spells the name of God, the Tetragrammaton, Y-H-W-H. Hey, listen, let me just uh, leave it here. Be a Berean, <laughs> search the scriptures, do your own research. There are many that have researched this and come to this conclusion, and it is astounding. We're made in God's image. His name is on us. Oh, number six. Oh, Revelation two. I just got done referencing it. The greatest blessing that could ever be pronounced in the Middle East in Israel, number six, and Also, in my culture, in the Arab
0: culture, is to pronounce the name of God upon you. You've been listening to a prophecy update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of his people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor JD. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdforag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition, where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.